spirit is rising, she's rising, she's rising. The spirit is rising, it's rising, it's rising. The spirit is rising, they're rising, they're rising. I'm in a weird place today. I don't have anything. <laughs> That's the cold open of the podcast. <laughs> Oh man, so many of them when I edit it. I'm like, do they all just start with me being like, I'm a mess? <laughs> As they should. Yeah, I think so. Uh, hi, Kevin. I think so often about Christina Cleveland and like how her version of God welcomes our sacred mess. Mm. And I've like said that to so many people who are like, oh, you know, it's self deprecating or whatever. Like, oh, I'm just a mess. And I'm like, I welcome your sacredness. I accept, I lovingly accept your sacredness. I'm like so into like humans being human, you know? Yes. Thank you for the reminder. I need it drilled into my brain over and over and over again as I clench around every successive onslaught of global anxiety. Yes. We're not in control of all of those. We can't be. No. And I th I believe, like, you know, we were talking about this at, at our last meeting, which, um, listeners, you will hear because it, it's it's our Yule special. So that's yeah, our super last fun. Coven Circle Hang. If you want to support this podcast, the best way to do it is to come hang out with us. Seriously. Like, that's, that's what our whole... <laughs> Our whole like subscription model scheme thing is like you could if you want to throw like a dollar to keep those podcasts going and never come, no problem. <laughs> We've all been there. But if you want to come and hang out, just know that that is that's what we do. We get together and talk about moons and I don't know everything else. <laughs> I lost the plot, Amy. Edit. Uh, no, that's, again this is oh, this is the last rx of the year and i think it's appropriate for it to be super messy oh good <laughs> thank god it's y'all it's, it's like a mess out here yeah i think i i think what i said at the meeting was something to the effect of like i feel like nobody who has a conscience is feeling super great these days yeah. like like you were talking about like the global anxiety of of multiple wars and i mean i personally have never been an adult or even a teenager in a time where we weren't actively at war we being like canada and globally like it's way beyond that so i you know I've talked about this many times i've written about it like the first panic attack i remember having i was like 7 years old so I've had anxiety and depression my whole life. And so like, I'm so used to like fighting for and grabbing joy mm. when I can, that like I managed to keep it together and climbs, climbs, <laughs> like my brain climbs. is saying yeah. the wrong word, but maybe like the more correct word that yeah, I was right. originally going to say. <laughs> Because again, like I, I've, I've been, I've been climbing and climbing and like holding on to like whatever branches are on the, you know, cliffside. Um, and so it, again, like I managed to keep it together in, in these times because I have a lot of practice 
like seeing the magic mm-hmm. but because I'm always looking for it and I think part of the reason that I got into activism young was because of this anxiety and depression I feel like when we are like scared and sad all the time um or numb even worse um you sort of like are trying to fix it mm-hmm. and it's like you're a kid an adult whomever and you're like the world is fucked up and I feel fucked up and like maybe if I can fix the world I won't feel fucked up anymore which is totally understandable but like also only half how it works like I really (laughs) do believe that like doing activism helping other people makes you feel better like it's a very healing practice to take on but at the same time like there's no finish line there the goalposts are always moving and if you know that the race is literally never going to end you're gonna have to keep running for the rest of your life then you got to take water breaks you have to take water you literally can't run for the rest of your life without taking water breaks so for me joy is like a water break joy is like I'm gonna sit down and I think what I talked about at our meeting was like just the first thing that popped into my head was like watching the bird feeder like I'm gonna take five minutes and I'm gonna grab some fucking joy And I'm not going to allow anything to distract me from joy for five minutes. And it's not because I'm like an ignorance is bliss kind of person. It's like the opposite. Like, I know what the fuck is going on, but I need to not think about it for five minutes. Like one of our coven mates was saying, it feels like it's getting harder and harder to grab those moments of joy. And for me, like the harder it is, the more fucking important it is, the more necessary it is. Um, it's not easy. I've had so many friends tell me, cause I'm a fixer, right? I'm like, I'm not a coddler. If you come to me with a problem, I'm not just gonna be like, oh, well I might, but I'm solution oriented, you know? So when you look at a world that's fucked up and you're a solution oriented person, <laughs> you're like, how do I mix the world? <laughs> and listeners, my Yuletide gift to you is to tell you, like, you fix the world in tiny, tiny, small pieces. You don't fix the world in one big swoop. You change one heart, one mind at a time with acts of kindness that ripple throughout the universe. And just make your world real small if you have to. Choose two things. I've been saying this for years. Choose two things that are important to you and work really hard for those two world-changing efforts. You know, if we are looking at everything wrong, then we, you know, it's like you can give a penny to everything that's wrong and not really make a difference. Or you can like save up your pennies for a year and give them all to one specific thing and like actually make a difference. When I say pennies, I mean energy tokens I don't I don't mean money I mean like the currency for me is energy how much energy do I have um that's like my absolute currency anyway all this to say um I brought some non-toxic masculinity to help us (laughs) in this time first of all to remind us that like you know non-toxic masculinity exists (laughs) and secondly just to read these lyrics Um, 
It is a song called Northern Sky by one of my favorite soft boys, Nick Drake, um, who has written some of my most favorite songs and also had a, a tragic life and still managed to find magic when he could until he couldn't anymore. So Nick Drake in Northern Sky said, I never felt magic crazy as this. I never saw moons knew the meaning of the sea. I never held an ocean in the palm of my hand or felt sweet breezes in the top of a tree. But now you're here, right in my northern sky. And later, if you would and you could, straighten my new mind's eye. And if you would and you could, come blow your horn on high. So that is my prescription, is a little Nick Drake, is a little acoustic guitar and piano, a song written by someone who didn't understand how magical the world was until he did. And once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. So my prescription is like, listen to Nick Drake and go look for magic. I swear it's still out there. I swear to you. There's so much magic and sometimes it feels like you have to look a little harder. So look a little harder. Like, you know, I'm solution oriented. You tell me it's not easy to do this. And, you know, Eastern European bloodline is like, who told you it was going to be easy? (laughs) Nothing precious ever comes cheaply. And the more precious these moments of magic are, you know, the, the less cheap less cheap they are so come blow your horn on high ah thanks for that pal also while you were talking i changed my prescription for the week (laughs) (laughs) i honor your sacred mess (laughs) (laughs) um i kept looking at different things today because i was like trying to find like um I don't know. It's like the song has to also feel like my emotional vibe of the moment. Don't you feel like when you're picking your. Oh, yes. When you're making your your prescription. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm. So I went through some. I'll tell you one, but I didn't go far enough down the rabbit hole for it. But um, I think Crowded House. I think it's Don't Mm -hmm. Dream It's Over. Oh, hey now. Yeah. (laughs) Dream. It's over. Cause you know, it's not. Damn it. No, no. Yeah. Um, I feel like when Miley Cyrus was doing her backyard pajama series that she did that not song familiar. with Well. <laughs> um yeah, just like I it was probably 2020 when everybody oh, was right. like broadcasting from their backyards and stuff where rich yeah. people were anyway. But um with Ariana Grande, I feel like she does a duet of that Don't Dream It's Over song with Ariana Grande. I feel like and I amazing. feel like it's great. Yeah, I feel like that would I'm be trying amazing. to remember. Miley Cyrus's Heya is devastating. Like Outcasts Heya, yeah. but by Miley Cyrus, I haven't heard this. She, I, there's a recording of her doing it live, I think. It's so funny. I was at a show a few weeks ago. The first time I had been to a like a local show in so long was awesome. But we were like standing in the street as one does. Mm -hmm. There's like a dance bar upstairs from the show bar downstairs. So every time someone opened the door, 
you'd hear like the you know top 40 hits coming out and at one point it was Miley Cyrus and I, like guilty pleasure no pleasure strictly pleasure I love Miley yeah um and you know one of the punks was like oh Miley Cyrus da, 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 da. and I was like well have you heard the record she did with the flaming lips and then another friend of mine was like and the duet she did with the Wilson sisters from heart and we're all like <laughs> out punking the punks <laughs> don't like Miley Cyrus it's like you just don't know enough about Miley Cyrus sweetie super patronizing oh, no. <laughs> I'm I was the patronizing one so. <laughs> don't just discount Miley like that you don't know enough about her you don't know her life anyway this is all way beside the point okay the point no, but was... they, all of those all those songs <laughs> go on the prescription it's a messy long prescription yeah I'm gonna specifically say I forgive you I'm gonna put that in the mm. in the note I forgive you it's the end of the year so let's go with I forgive you as my Miley Cyrus pick mm. that's kind okay here's my other one this um, was introduced to me, to my knowledge, by Aaron in our kind of community coven space. If you join the Missing Witches Coven, you can hang out on a Missing Witches social media hang where we do classes for each other and stuff. It's the most lovely hang ever. Um, and Aaron put this song a while ago, Holding to the Edge of Night by Samantha Crane. And... I just have been thinking about this song. There's just, she, the artist just repeats. So first of all, the lyric is that hangs with me so much is the very first one. What's that silence inside me that expands into the dark? Mm, that's a winter solstice lyric. Mm. Oh, good start. Okay, mm. go, go. With traffic lights all changing for no one anymore. The trap, the karaoke laughter tumbling out the door, my eyes well with contemplation of the pleasures I endure. But when you were, I don't know, talking about holding on to the grabbing at pleasure, you know, like demanding on to hold on to the that tiniest little light at magic, you know, the smallest light. Thinking about solstice and thinking about that, like nails on the edge of night, but also it's such a pleasure out at night being out at night is such a pleasure that and it's that, safe that song in particular <sighs> is such like a, a like a sonic examination of that feeling too mm -hmm. it's like beautiful and a bit sad like in that wistful way and how the melody goes with the guitar it really is like a very specific mood that's great choice for solstice excellent description so thank you aaron thank you all the people in the coven who are smarter than us who get to <laughs> we get to hang out with yes oh my goodness i i i just i love our coven so much you know one of our coven mates recently was like this is what i always wished church would be like hmm and, you know, again, for those of us who have like a little bit of. It's like sitting around and talking. <laughs> yeah. But also like singing and mm -hmm. telling stories, you know, it's like mm -hmm. beyond conversational and into like, like. Co-creational. 
co-creational mm. and just like offering blessings to each other and but there was one more thing from the meeting that I really 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 latched onto um and I'm gonna get there but first I want to say again this is like the last rx of the year the prescription is uh something that we started this year and so Risa I just wanted to like first of all remind you that in January we launched a new website and launched mm-hmm. the prescription and launched our zine and launched our co-creation more so of the Missing Witches project with courses in May we raised over ten thousand dollars for our local Native Women's Shelter and other Indigenous support orgs in September we had a book come out and oh yeah I forgot yeah (laughs) so I really okay so this is like again I think in like these like patchwork fractals so it's hard sometimes I'm like I really enjoyed studying narratology which is like not the story but how one tells the story so Mm -hmm. like if you think an easy example is like the movie Memento that's told backwards like that's like the narratology of the story is like anti-chronological so how do you where do you start when you're you know when you're talking to your friends and you're telling them like what happened on the weekend like where do you start how do you do this because it's there it's like a woven tapestry of strings here so first of all um I just want to acknowledge like what amazing work you've been doing this year Risa (laughs) and one of our coven mates was was mentioning um the Fred Rogers quote that always goes around like in in times of trouble or whatever look for the helpers and this coven mate added and help them yeah (laughs) which is like an amazing addition like y'all look for the helpers and help them but the other song that I brought I'm gonna sing it but I'm also gonna link to the original is Fred Rogers And it's called I'm Proud of You. And it goes like this. And I'm singing this to all of our listeners because I am proud of you. You fucking made it. You made it. You did it. You're still here. Oh, my God. What an accomplishment. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I hope that you are proud of you too. Proud of you. I'm proud of you. I hope that you are proud as I am proud of you. I'm proud of you. I hope that you are proud of you too. Proud of you. I'm proud of you. I hope that you are proud of you too. And then we could go on and on and on. But and then you do it forever. I and love then you it. do it forever. Because <laughs> it's stuck in your head. So you just walk around going, I'm proud of you. What a gift. Yeah. And Aww. sometimes I do. Like, yeah. we need to be that person for ourselves, too. And sometimes I will, like, walk around my yard singing to myself. <laughs> Amy, oh my gosh. I'm proud of you. Amy, I'm you have to clip that and put it on the Missing Witches band cam. Please. Put a beat under it, please. No, you don't need to do any additional work. Just clip it like that. 
but put I, it on repeat like 12 times <laughs> i may i may have to remix it a little bit um <laughs> yeah good. but i will put the fred rogers version because again this like non-toxic masculinity of nick drake mm. and mr rogers and looking for magic looking for helpers helping them and just because it's really scary and sad out there like you're still allowed to be proud of yourself like be proud of yourself you know and and look for the helpers and help them mm-hmm. help them, help them. be satisfied by just finding <laughs> other people who are helping because again I think like at the risk of turning this south like I think that we're socially making a mistake it's like a false equivalency of calling out people that you think are doing bad versus doing good. And I think that like calling out the bad shit is super important, but I think it's a false equivalency to call it the same as doing good. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that's yeah. a mistake that we're making in society right now of this false equivalency of like calling out the bad and actually trying to put something good into the world. So like do both <laughs> do both do both both are magic but I again I don't think that they're equal I think if I had to choose between you know ob- objecting to s- s- someone's tweet or like going and working at a soup kitchen for a day like I feel like it's kind of the old kitchen. resistance and reenchantment <laughs> balance again you know it's like yeah which sometimes I think should have been the title of that book often, I think, because I <laughs> I like to pull things apart in my head forever. Um, but you know that like, I, I for me anyway, like if I'm, if I'm too much in a resistance or a calling out or, or like a tearing down positionality, it poisons me. I have to have the re-enchantment piece in my life too. Okay. So I, and that's like, it's, it's related to, to like feeling entitled to carve out time for self-care, you know, but it's like spiritually my brain needs to work on caring and, and chanting and filling with joy in places and healing yeah. wounds in places as much as trying to figure out everything that's wrong because I yeah. can't grasp it all I, I mean just can't I think too like self-care we've sort of commodified self-care as being like a pampering ritual and oftentimes mm-hmm. self-care is like go into your grief right. like that's the care that you need to do is like you know uh, cry <laughs> It doesn't have to be a bubble bath or like an expensive fucking facial or whatever no. they're they're or pushing like storm as self care. Rage, yeah. Okay, Sometimes I have one last song. Is all that. Oh yes. <laughs> um. So it's we're also closing in upon Mother's Night, which is one of my preferred ways of thinking about this holiday season. And I want to like propose thinking finding a way like in I don't know to like decontextualize your own mom like to sort of like put her there but also like put her then like pull back or like imagine the map of pulling back 
one and like really try to see what you know just the pieces that come to mind of the women who or the bodies who gave birth to all of the bodies in the line you know see them and when you can get far enough and imagine that as like a web then that is like the all mother I think that is for mother's night you know like that is there's the mother and the all mother I think and so this song you could lean into if that was available for you it's that I am my mother's savage daughter song that's been going around the internet since like the late 90s um the original author's recording is on a band camp and it's so beautiful like she's you know um a writer in a sort of heathenry world a world of like um the creative anachronism recreationists you know learning through reproducing living out but she wrote like in I want to say like 2020 that this song like she woke up with the chorus in her head and the rest came pouring out as soon as she had a pen it was the tune and the whole words she and she wrote it was clear to me this was a song that wanted to be sung by anyone who found their own voice within it it is an anthem of empowerment, not a song meant to serve a specific blood or people or skin. Just being very clear, because there's a lot of fucking racists in the sort of Norse reclaiming religion version of things. Um, and, you know, in a lot of the New Age, fuck racism forever. If you find strength and power and your own voice in it, this is your song. And I hope you sing it with the strength and rage and beauty and power that is within you, whoever you are. Women are not ever less than. We are the singers of storms, the fire made flesh, the inexorable power of the mountains, the kind warmth and the cutting lash of the wind. We are half the world and we have been taught to speak softly and behave mildly because we are easier to control that way. I am honored that the daughters of the first peoples find a voice here and the daughters of the sea wolves and the daughters of the great grandmothers, grandmothers and mothers, wherever they lived and sang and died. All of you are their living legacies and they hear you singing. Be assured they are proud of you, whoever you are. You have a voice that cannot be silenced. Together, our voices cannot be unheard. I love living my life as a living legacy and trying to put that idea like into how I function in the world. I'm I'm I think often of it like, well, what's my legacy? But like I am also prior generations legacy and how can I how can I make them proud <laughs> and I'm so glad that <laughs> I'm proud of you and they're proud of you came up in that too that's sort of the unwitting theme yeah I'm so I I don't even know how to wrap my head around what this year has been but I'm certainly very fucking proud of us <laughs> and very very proud of you just like a dreamboat partner, just <laughs> killing it, just killing it all the time. Especially like the balance between reminding us of like, uh, you know, just like we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna be exactly who we are and listen to exactly our bodies and brains exactly as they are, and then the other half of you, which is like, yeah, nailed that, yeah, no problem, yeah, caught that, <laughs> yeah, didn't, no, no worries, I got that. It's like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Very, very thankful for a joyful 
partnership in making the most fun, coolest, most interesting thing I ever got to do. And wildly it, thankful for the coven that makes it continuously possible. It's crazy. You know, if if the project weren't expanding, I'm sure maybe we would have like lost some of our interest and joy and pleasure. But there's always a new coven mate with mm. a new story or a new angle or a new problem. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just I'm 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 super grateful to all of you who are listening for like caring about what the fuck I have to say and what the fuck Risa has to say and like sticking around for our messes that are sometimes sacred and sometimes just a mess. Just profane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, we, again, we're human beings and that comes with some vulgarity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I really did not intend for this episode to be like a big long plug for the coven. So please don't feel pressure. There's enough pressure in fucking life at this time of year. I don't want to, we don't want to send you extra newsletters or do any kind of sales pitch. I'm doing like nothing. I, I was talking to my neighbor who runs a no packaging grocery store. I was like, are you doing like Christmas promo stuff? She's like, no. It's not worth the energy. I'm just going to do my regular stuff and take a break. I'm like, that's what I, that's what we're going to do. Because it's too much. My inbox is like full and nobody can, I can't even, I don't have the, the the brain juice left for anything. So I don't feel like we're pushing anything on you. We're just high on getting to hang out with all of you in the most extended you of that. Like our social media having like the badass incredible powerful thoughtful people that we get to meet doing this project the scholars that we've gotten to talk to the people that we've gotten to meet in interviews for the show that we got to sit down and talk to this year unbelievable yeah and and you the listeners it's it's you in the dark here with us as usual thank you for that sense of being able to drop in to a place that is outside of whatever other place and talk honestly about awe and science loving both (laughs) yes yes we love magic and we love science and let's hang out and talk about it let's hang out and talk about it because again like i talk about this all the time like to me you know, physics and astronomy and uh, biology and chemistry is so exciting Mm -hmm. and magical. Like that's the only, that's the only word that I I can come up with to to describe that feeling of awe when you're, when you're learning about, you know, the, the beginning of the universe and how how experts disagree on whether the universe is contracting oh or expanding gosh. and like how fucking magical is all life that? why is it like that's the, it's all the same question that's so the tremendous. question we will we will leave you with for the <laughs> with the rx for the year we will see you we'll be missing you and we'll be back doing the rx um, like at some point, yeah. Or, or yeah, early January. <laughs> early January, and in the meantime, the Yuletide special is really beautiful. I'm so excited for you all to hear it, and like we're proud of you. 
I, I, I never felt magic crazy as this to quote Nick Drake. I never felt magic crazy as this and we're proud of you and we love you and good job. Bless it fucking be. Blessed fucking be. Every fucking one of you. <laughs> and a Merry Christmas to us all. <laughs> and God etc. bless us everyone. <laughs> If you want to support the Missing Witches Project, find out how at missingwitches.com.